The truth is you are either being fueled by your flesh or you're being fueled by your faith. And that is in business and in life. Now, the gray area between the two is a lukewarm Christian. And if you don't know what the Bible says about lukewarm Christians, Revelation chapter three, verse 16 says, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So really, friend, there is no gray area here. It's either you're fueled by faith or fueled by flesh. And we're talking all about that today, especially in regards to entrepreneurship. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you seven key differences between a faith-fueled business and a flesh-fueled business. And I'm also going to be sharing with you what a faith-fueled business actually looks like and how a faith-fueled CEO operates from day to day. And then I'm going to share with you why having the right mindset is only a piece of the puzzle. And you're going to learn like how God used my business as a catalyst for sanctification. And you're going to learn what to do if you find yourself being fueled by your flesh. I am super pumped for this episode because I probably spent about three hours prepping this for you, and that time's not even including me recording this right now. In fact, I honestly think this is one of my favorite episodes I've ever put together, and this is probably the longest I've ever spent prepping an episode since I prepped episode two of this show. And it's funny because episode two is another one of my favorite episodes. Now, if you want to tune into that one after this one, I highly recommend it. I still get messages about this one all the time. The episode is titled Five Reasons You Might Be Self-Sabotaging and How to Biblically Stop It. But before you head over there, please make sure you listen to this episode all the way through. It is juicy as usual. Also, I'm just going to say you might want to grab a notebook and a pen or even have your notes app ready because I just have a feeling you're going to want to take notes today. But before we get into today's episode, I want to go ahead and let you know that the Called to CEO Collective is finally open. And when I say it's finally open, I mean you can join us right now. And I literally cannot believe this is real life because this has been two years in the making. But basically, the Collective is a community-driven membership for faith-based business owners, creators, dreamers, and leaders who know it's time to take bold and obedient action on their God-given callings and ultimately steward their roles as faith-fueled CEOs. Now, I'm going to go more into what this membership is about later in the episode, but just know that inside this membership, you get community and coaching from me, and you even get access to my faith-fueled framework that's almost three hours long when you put it together. The value of this membership really is insane, but if you join us now, you get access to the founder's rate, which if I'm being totally honest, is really, really low, considering the value you will receive from the membership. Now, all that being said, if you want to learn about all the nitty gritty details or you want to go ahead and join us at the Founders Rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. 
Now, please note the founder's rate will be expiring after Friday, April 7th. So if you are feeling a nudge from the Holy Spirit after you pray and after you take a look at the information page, please make sure you go ahead and get in so you can secure your rate. Your rate won't ever go up unless you leave the membership. But if you join us by April 7th, you get to lock in that price point for the lifetime of the membership, which again, as long as you don't leave, which I really don't expect you to because it's going to be awesome. So go ahead and start pulling up the info page and check it out. I just have a feeling you're going to be wowed and just blown away with everything that's included. And now that you have the information page up and ready to go, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. We hear so often that mindset is the key to unlocking your next level. And while yes, mindset is obviously very important, it's been proven time and time again, it's only a piece of the puzzle, you know, especially for you. Because the truth is, you cannot have a faith-fueled business if you are not totally fueled by faith and have a faith-fueled foundation. This goes for everything in your life. And in order to be truly faith-fueled, you must make sure you are consciously realigning yourself with Father God, King Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Not just your mind, but every part of you. Being faith-fueled is all about disconnecting yourself from the flesh and the king of the world, which is Satan, and fully connecting with the all-powerful King Jesus. Now, this is so important because the enemy will use your business or any area of your life, really, but if you're a business owner, he will use your business to take your eyes off of Jesus or try to take your eyes off of Jesus because he wants your business to become more important to you than Jesus. In fact, I fully think he's banking on that because 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 reads, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. But at the same time, God is going to use your business for your sanctification. He is going to use your battles to bring you to his feet because Romans chapter eight, verse 28 reads, and we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So to be faith fueled, we must totally align ourselves with him, which is the opposite of what we were born into. 
We were born into this broken world, and it is in our human nature to align ourselves with our flesh, which is equivalent to the world or sin or evil. So we must purge ourselves of our flesh because our flesh has actually been trained by the world. And the process to do that is spiritual war. Because our flesh will fight the spirit because our flesh doesn't want to die. Our flesh knows that when it dies, we will fully and only operate under and with Holy Spirit, King Jesus, and Father God. The flesh is fighting for Jesus not to be your king. That's why scripture says, deny yourself. So in this war, you may find yourself being fueled by two different sources, flesh versus faith. And so the question then becomes, how can you tell the difference and which side and which side are you going to let take over? Let's first talk about how you can tell the difference. At its core, being flesh fueled is being fueled by the world or yourself, while being faith fueled is being fueled by the word, which is Jesus. So That said, what does that actually look like? If you're being fueled by your flesh or by the world in business, that's going to look like being money-driven or even recognition-driven. And this used to be me. (laughs) Back in my network marketing days, I was always striving for the next rank, and I would go around saying that I was very recognition driven. And then when I first started coaching, I was very money driven. I was obsessed with making the alluring 10K months to the point where I began dabbling in manifestation and other new age tactics that I really do not recommend and I had to repent of. You know, these are things that, you know, like I said, I had to repent of because they open spiritual doors. So that being said, Being fueled by worldly desires is congruent with being flesh fueled. Now, does that mean you can't want to make more money or quit your job and go full time in your online business? No, not at all. But what are you fueled by? What drives you? What is constantly on your mind? You can often tell if you're being fueled by flesh if a worldly desire is constantly on your mind. Money and my business was constantly on my mind. And I still have to fight this. I still have to resist this temptation. Because if you're flesh fueled, Jesus will always be at the forefront of your mind. It's a heart posture. And if you're curious what I mean by heart posture, I talked more about that in the previous episode. It's episode 63, so I highly recommend tuning into that one next if you haven't yet. But basically, being fueled by faith is very much a heart posture. It is always seeking Jesus first, which in and of itself is also a heart posture. So it's important to ask yourself what fuels you in business or in your brand, or your online presence, or whatever your career or creative outlet is, what fuels you? And I just really want to encourage you to be honest with yourself here. 
Because back when I was being fueled by my flesh, I would have never admitted it, even to myself, because I was taught and wanted to say that I love Jesus above all things and I was seeking him above all things. I didn't want to admit that I wasn't and I convinced myself that that wasn't the case. So please be honest with yourself and with him. And if you discover that you have been fueled by your flesh, ask for forgiveness, repent, allow him to shift your heart posture and start seeking him first. Will you always be perfect at this? No, you're human. I'm human. I'm not perfect at it, which is why I'm so passionate about sharing this with you. We have an incredible God who loves us, shows us mercy, and just gives us so much grace. And he is a forgiving God. So go to him and repent. He's waiting for you. And when you fully seek him, he's not going to turn you away. Now that said, that is the first core difference between being faith-fueled and being flesh-fueled. And from this one core difference, there are actually six more differences between the two that actually relate back to the first one. The first one is that when you are flesh-fueled, you are focusing on the physical world or the physical realm. When you are faith-fueled, you are putting more focus on the spiritual world or spiritual realm. So again, that relates right back to worldly desires like recognition, money, or fame versus heavenly desires, which is Jesus. Now, number two is that when you are flesh-fueled, the indicator of that will be works of the flesh. When you are faith-fueled, the indicator of that will be fruits of the spirit. Now, Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 26, shares the works of the flesh versus the fruits of the spirit. Now, I am going to go ahead and read this out for you. I do want to go ahead and give a warning that there is a word in this passage that I don't know if you would want your kids to hear. So, I would just go ahead and put your headphones in if that's the case or turn volume down or something like that. But I'm going to go ahead and read that for you. So it reads, the acts of flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fit of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit." Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Now, I will say this. I found it so interesting that selfish ambition is one of the works of the flesh. I have heard this passage several times growing up, but I actually never noticed that part until a couple of years ago. So I just wanted to share that with you because selfish ambition, idolatry, Jealousy and even witchcraft are the ones I see going on in business most often and ones that I have also either experienced myself or know someone who has experienced them. 
all that said, I think it's really important to A, repent of these acts of the flesh and B, pray for the Lord to give you the strength and the ability to replace the works of the flesh with the fruits of the spirit and to do it by changing your heart to want him over everything. Now, the third difference between being flesh-fueled and faith-fueled is that being flesh-fueled results in death and torment, while being faith-fueled results in eternal life. That was very indicative by the second part of verse 21 in Galatians 5, which reads, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And this is right after he was sharing about the works of the flesh. So this is just a reminder for you that when you are fueled by your faith and you seek Jesus above everything, you will be granted eternal freedom. You know, I think as business owners, we are so captivated by time and financial freedom, but is that true freedom? No, true freedom, true eternal lasting freedom, the freedom that we are striving for and yearning for and craving is found in Jesus alone. So now the fourth difference between being flesh-fueled and faith-fueled is that being flesh-fueled revolves around lies while being faith-fueled revolves around the truth. Despite what the world says, there is only one truth. There is no my truth, her truth, your truth, his truth. There is only one truth. And that is that Jesus is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, period. This is also so important to remember because, again, being flesh-fueled revolves around worldly desires, and we can easily convince ourselves that reaching 10K months will make everything better and it will solve all of our problems. I hate to be a party pooper, a bearer of bad news, or like bust your bubble, but it's just not true. It will not solve all your problems. In fact, it might make them worse unless you have a really solid faith foundation. Yes, of course, money can make things easier and simpler, and money in and of itself is a tool. It is a neutral thing. It is not good nor bad. It's how you look at it. It's your heart posture. So if you're being fueled by your flesh, the love of money can get a foothold. That's exactly what happened with me, but I had to repent of that and will continue to keep praying that that stays off of me. So that said, the only thing that will fulfill you is Jesus. I promise you will not be fully fulfilled until you are pursuing Jesus with every fiber of your being. Do not let the other side convince you that something in this world will satisfy you over Jesus because that is a big fat lie, even though it can be really, really tempting and it can feel really convincing. I should know because I fell for it once upon a time. Now, the fifth difference between being faith-fueled and flesh-fueled is that being flesh-fueled results in bondage, while being faith-fueled results in freedom. Like I said earlier, the only way to receive true eternal freedom is through Jesus. And while, yes, I get that this concept of time and financial freedom exists to some extent, it really doesn't matter how much money you have because everything could change in an instant. So I would argue that having true financial freedom 
isn't really a thing. I mean, obviously there are major differences between working a corporate job versus being an online CEO, but it's not all butterflies and rainbows. And you do have to work really, really hard to get to a point where you don't really have to work at all and still make a bunch of money. But even then, it could all be gone in an instant. So I guess you could say that I don't really fall for the narrative of time or financial freedom anymore because I know it can be such a trap. It was a trap for me because I craved time and financial freedom. That was my focus and I made it an idol. I made worldly freedom an idol, which ultimately put me in bondage because when I finally did get to those like 10K plus months, there was a new milestone I needed to chase because that's what happens. When we hit a goal, we set out for another one. Hitting one goal isn't going to satisfy us because there's always more and going after more actually becomes slavery. You literally become a slave to your work, even though you're chasing financial and time freedom so you don't have to be a slave to your work anymore. My head hurts just from thinking about the twist there, but it's so true. The only thing that will fulfill us, that will sustain us and help us experience true freedom is Jesus. It's not found in the world. We're chasing the wrong thing. Now, does that mean we're not supposed to have a business? No, it just means that we shouldn't let our business success or lack thereof control us and to put Jesus above all things. Again, it's important to just check your heart posture here. Now, the last difference I have between being faith-fueled or flesh-fueled is that when you are flesh-fueled, you are being ruled by and following the prince of the world, which is Satan. But when you are faith-fueled, you are being ruled by and following the king of kings, which is Jesus Christ. And my question for you now becomes, who are you going to follow? And which side are you going to allow to take over? You know, I think it's going to be really important for you to take time to journal through this question, to pray to our God and to just surrender everything, including your business over to him. Now, that being said, my friend, if you love this episode and you know you are being called to be a CEO by God and you are being called to just steward your role as a faith-fueled CEO and you just want to make sure you're getting support and being held accountable to live out the call he's placed on your heart and you want to do it fueled by your faith and not by your flesh, then I just want to invite you to join us inside of the Called to CEO Collective. The Call to CEO Collective is a community-driven membership for faith-based business owners, creators, dreamers, and leaders who know it's time to take bold and obedient action on their God-given callings and ultimately steward their roles as faith-fueled CEOs. And I have absolutely no doubt this is what you have been praying for because to be totally honest, I have been praying for something like this for an awfully long time time. Now, The Collective is a membership that has been totally designed by the Holy Spirit to help you cultivate a deeper relationship with the Lord, to go deeper on topics in faith, life, and business that you learn about. Because honestly, it's just time to say goodbye to overconsumption and hello to implementation. And in this membership, you will also learn to work from a place of overflow from the Holy Spirit versus overwhelm and stress. And then finally overcome the 
spiritual battles against the enemy that have been keeping you stuck in your life and business. That's the heart of this membership, my friend. It is a faith-based, community-driven membership where we go deeper, not wider. And the thing is, I have known for a really long time that business owners, creators, and leaders really need a place to process and share about what they're going through in their life and business and a safe space to receive feedback, support, and accountability, all without the high ticket price point. The Lord has just really pressed that on my heart for a very long time. And I know you're probably wondering, is there any coaching involved? Um, Yes, absolutely. There is coaching involved. Not only will you be with other like-minded individuals, but you'll have an experienced and certified life coach and faith-fueled business mentor at your fingertips, which is me, by the way. (laughs) And yes, we are going to go deeper on topics together, but I'm also here to help you grow your business or whatever your God-given call is right now. You can get coached by posting inside of the community or on our live coaching calls happening twice a month. On that said, if you want to learn all the details or go ahead and join us at the Founders Rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. The Founders Rate will be expiring after Friday, April 7th. So if you are feeling a nudge from the Holy Spirit after you pray and after you take a look at the information page, please make sure you go ahead and get in so you can secure your rate. Your rate won't ever go up unless you leave the membership, of course, but you get to lock it in for the lifetime of the membership. Again, unless you leave us. (laughs) But that said, our very first call will be taking place the week of April 3rd. So go ahead and get inside before then. I cannot wait to see you inside the collective. Bye, friend. Hey, CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.